welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and I am very excited because sitting in front of me is Michael Massey. He's in town, and um, and so we're doing this live. I mean, in person. Live. Yeah. Yes, in person. Yeah, so Hello, welcome. everyone. Pleasure to be here. Yay. In person, live. That's right. So um, we were actually just talking about miracles and magic, and uh, and so we were talking. We were like, "Why aren't we recording this? This is like perfect, perfect, perfect podcast topic." It's total perfect podcast material, and so we're gonna try to recount, I guess, some of the things that we were touching upon, and then see where it, see where it all goes. Right. So. Yes, on magic and miracles, and as a, uh, I guess, a, a practitioner of, of both, there's a, there is a, a kind of a notable distinction between what constitutes magic versus what constitutes a, a miracle, and so we just kind of like to go over that, some of that with you today. Um, where should we start off, Kara? Well, I think just. When in our conversation that we had previously, we kind of we were talking just about there is a difference when you're um, when you're trying to address a, when you're trying to manifest with magic versus just being open and kind of creating the space for a miracle to happen. So, do you want to kind of start with that? Um. Yeah, well, we can start with, you know, it's actually helpful to, um, first of all, to believe in magic and miracles, and that's something that, that um, um, well, it's, it's an individual choice as to whether or not uh, you wish to believe magic and miracles to be true. Um, alternatively, you can not, and you can see everything as pure random or uh, coincidental, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, to each their own. Um, personally, given the choice of believing in magic and miracles versus not, well, it's kind of a, that's the difference between uh, a life filled with awe, wonder, and um, uh serendipity versus uh, a life of the mundane and it doesn't really stop magic and miracles from happening uh, it just means that uh, by uh, by not believing then you miss out on the joy of these experiences so it's really something that that the Filters of the mind will then just process out, and you you can just kind of miss out on on their occurrences. So that's a that's an individual choice, and um, you know I don't think we'll probably get into too many of the techniques. We'll try to give you at least one technique before we uh before we sign off here today. Um, but I had been uh, sharing a story with. With uh, with Kara earlier, that um, 
This was, uh, I, I had already been, say, practicing uh, magic for a little while when uh, I, I had uh, uh, broken up with a, uh, a girlfriend at, at the time, and it had been a number of months since our breakup, but I was having a hard time getting over her, and so I busted out busted out the magic and so I I um I uh crafted a spell as it's called in in the magical world and um and so I I drew out the the spell on the ground and um and it was a spell of summoning so I just called her back to me and uh, lo and behold, I mean, it worked within, I think it was two, three days later. Um, I get this, we weren't really talking that frequently, and all of a sudden I get a call out of the blue. I was living in Sedona at the time, and she was half hour outside of Sedona on her way into Sedona. So I was like, yay, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I can't wait to see you. And she's like, well, I don't know if that's a good idea. And then I was like, uh, oh, are you with somebody? And she's like, yeah. So, yeah, I summoned her and, and her new boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and rolled right into town. And, yeah. So... That's kind of the nature <laughs> of magic in a nutshell. And um, it works, but I think, Kara, what did you say? Um, it, it, um, what did I say? I said I, I, I got oh, what I asked what, for, but not, but not, what, but you, not what, what I want, wanted. Not what I wanted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so... Um, that was not a case of, that was a very, very short-lived joy of it worked, because, yeah, that wasn't what I wanted. Ay, 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 ay. So, you know, that, let that be a, like a fair warning on, uh, use of magic. Um, and again, it's probably, you know, it's, it would be a topic for, a, workshop or something into going into all the techniques of how how magic does work and the tools to use to focus intent and to craft a spell but um uh incidentally uh i uh, you know with kind of dabbling into with magic for a number of years uh that kind of that interest kind of gave way and I focused more on instead of working magic on working miracles and that's there's a definitive difference to those two so um that's what we're kind of going to cover here Mm -hmm. um and most the most notable difference between uh, magic and miracles has to do with expected outcome 
So when we're faced with a situation in life where we're looking to manifest or summon something, uh, the, the, with magic, what you're doing is you're focusing on the specific outcome that, uh, that you desire and then you're basically channeling or manipulating energy to produce the manifestation of that specific outcome. And it, I, I do think there's, there's just a ton of movies that, I don't know if about a ton, that, that somehow cover that, that little gotcha thing of where it's... Um, um, where it's, oh, this is what I asked for, but not what I wanted. Probably one of the more, um, like, overt, over-the-top examples of that is the movie Bedazzled. Okay. With uh, Brendan Fraser. Is that, no, not Bette Midler? No, no, Bedazzled with um, Elizabeth Hurley plays the devil. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, and Brendan Fraser all he wants is this this girl, so he keeps making these wishes. Like, I wish I was like rich and powerful, and I think her name was Allison or something was my wife. And boom, Shazam! And next thing you know, he's a he's like a Colombian drug lord, <laughs> <laughs> and she's his wife. But she's having a, you know he's such a, a drug lord, you know. Uh, uh, a hole, you know that that um, she's having an affair with the her pool guy or, pool something. Guy yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's you know people were trying to kill him and yeah. you know all sorts <laughs> of stuff and and so then he uh, he gets like a sneak peek at her you know her journal or something and she just where she says she just wants a sensitive guy so. He says, oh, I just w- wish I was the most sensitive guy uh-huh. on earth. And his next, you know, uh, and then his next thing is he's he's just this blubbering fool that can't, <laughs> <laughs> just can't, has, function. can't function, has no control over his emotions. <laughs> and, and, and after a while, she's like, yeah, I think I need a manly man, you yeah. know. <laughs> and, and so every... Uh, Every attempt that he makes, there's always, it just, he gets what he asks for, but, but not, what he wants. not what he wants. Yeah. 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 And um, so that's, and that's kind of the, that's the, the, the nature of, uh, magic. of magic. And uh, it's not that it doesn't work, uh, but using it to get what you want is um well it's a tricky bit of business so um conversely uh when we're dealing with miracles um it's there's um like it's like you say it's a there's a self-correcting mechanism to miracles that never produces a it can't produce one of these undesired effects. And the rub is that in working a miracle is complete detachment from 
any specific outcome. Okay. And um, so the the that's this is kind of the thing. What in a sense, what you're doing in is is working in partnership with the universe. And instead of trying to focus your energy on a specific outcome, um, what you're doing is you're you're just you're preparing the field. You're opening up a space for something miraculous to happen without specifying what that actually is. So you say you're you're preparing the field in case somebody isn't familiar with what you mean by that. So you're talking about mowing a football field, I assume. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the energetic field. The um, and so what you're doing is you what you want to do is is it's sort of like um, um, your um, yeah you're like a like a forward spotter. Or you're lighting a beacon, or you're just you're 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 being a lighthouse, not. Uh, not attached to what ship is going to navigate your way. Okay. Uh, so it's an indiscriminate um, uh, lighting up uh, of your own self, the the field space around you, which is the, your immediate physical environment. Um, it could be, um, uh, yes, uh, or it can be around a, situation or something where okay so i might have if you anyone has a kind of a a difficulty or something that they're they're facing um, the idea is to not be attached to any specific solution to that difficulty okay and really what you want to do is is you want to open up to all possibilities, even things that you could never imagine. So in a sense, you're opening up to another field, which I might call like the solution field. Okay. And not knowing what's going to necessarily drop in, but whatever does drop in will be a miracle. So how specific can you be when you're working with this space? So... If you do have a specific need, for instance, if you're, um, you know, you're you're really low on money, let's say that's probably a common one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I imagine there are a lot of people who would be if they could use a spell, that might be the first thing that comes to mind, right? Or love, right? Um, right. Those are the two yeah, for two. love and money. That is yes. like the two most common. Most common. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We I know. Why don't very, we even replicate? Very We're just pre- all the same. <laughs> very predictable we are. But yes. if you so how because like you said with the magic spell, it's like so specific. Yes. But if you're working with miracles, like how specific would you be? Because if you really are wanting to draw more income, for example, um, you know, I guess you wouldn't just open the field to like, oh, I just want a general miracle because if your your miracle is like a, you know, a new love that you know you, you it's not not actually that's actually 
not where my attention is right now or, or whatever. Yeah. Well, there's this, there's a, this has been said who so many times in so many different ways. And one of the ways that it's said is where your attention, where, where your attention and goes, energy, energy, energy flows. Energy flows. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, here's the, this, in this, no, but it's, it's simple, but not, not, nece- easy. not necessarily yeah. easy. So the, the trick is to, when you're so you called, you're tuning into, um, uh, solutions. What you're doing is you're getting your mind out of your problems. So if you're focused on a problem, mm, all right, that's going to be, keep you in a, in a state of anxiety, worry, or concern. Because you're, you're at, okay, so I know like law of attraction is like if you're going to focus on the gap. Yeah. Like if you're going to keep, I don't want to be broke. Mm. I don't want to be broke. Then you're em- emphasizing the, the lack. The lack, correct. Okay, so this is kind of what you're. Right, and, okay. and the whole notion of, of, of problems, there's no such thing as a problem that doesn't have a solution. Um, and. So problems themselves aren't really problems. They're more like just challenges. Mm -hmm. But when we see this challenge as being somehow insurmountable within our own repertoire of potential solutions, and we go, oh, we can't see how any of these solutions fit that problem. Well, that's because those solutions don't fit that problem. Mm It's that's not they don't go together with like lock and key. So I'm like, okay, well, I I have a certain set of solutions in my mind, um, but they don't seem to res- fit or resolve my problem. That's what's inducing the state of anxiety is that I'm sitting with a problem mm-hmm. without a corresponding solution. When we actually have a solution to a problem, incidentally. Us as humans, all of a sudden we get a little bit giddy. Mm. We go, oh, I, I got that. Yeah. All right. And so problems don't really bother us. It's problems that don't have solutions. Mm. But that's a falsehood okay. within the universal mind and with the universal construct. There's no such thing as a problem that doesn't have a solution. Right. Um, not to the universe. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that we want to... When we're faced with the so-called a problem that we don't know how to solve is to stop thinking about the problem and turn our mind to the universe itself that holds all the solutions. Mm. Okay. And so that's the, the, that's the difficult part is that when you have a problem, and especially if it's looming, is how to stop thinking about it. Yeah. So just do that. Yeah. That's uh, you I'm know, thinking that's really where the miracle comes in. in. Is like you've got a looming problem and you're not worried about it. My problem is it. that I'm worried about my problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do I? Did I just divide by zero? What? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do we do that? I might have to meditate on that one because that one been, that that might be a little secret backdoor like hack to the universe or something. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, there's uh, it's, it's really some of this wisdom has just been around for so long. Um, I, I recently came across uh, somebody had dropped this um, this little booklet to me, and you can order it off of Amazon. It's written 
uh, I think about 70 years, 70, 80, maybe 90 years ago, by a guy named Emmett Fox. He wrote a whole bunch of these little booklets. This one's called The Golden Key. Hmm. And uh, it's just a little booklet you can order for like four bucks off of Amazon. It makes for a nice little giveaway and and whatnot. And if I may, I'm just going to read. Yeah, please. Just read a couple sentences out of this. It opens up by saying, Scientific prayer will enable you, sooner or later, to get yourself or anyone else out of any difficulty on the face of the earth. It is the golden key to harmony and happiness. It's a pretty bold claim, right? It is. It's a bold claim. And it goes on with them. Um, there's some really. It's really. It's only like six page, little six little pages long. This thing, oh, wow. but it's just chock full of really awesomeness. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. Um, um, so here's the the. It kind of boils down to um, uh, there's this something to try that suggests mm-hmm. to do this and and. Um, uh, this this treatment is really just getting yourself out of the way. Okay. And uh, beginners often get startling results the first time of trying. For all that's uh, absolutely essential is to have an open mind. Okay. That's it. Uh, and sufficient um, a sufficient faith just to try the experiment. Apart from that, you can hold any views on religion or none. Okay. Um, as for the actual method of working, like all fundamentals... Of fundamental things, it is simplicity itself. All that you have to do is this. Stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about God instead. Hmm. This is the complete rule. And if only you will do this, the trouble, whatever it is, will presently disappear. Hmm. Okay. So a couple of things come to mind with that because one would be vibrational. So when you're in a in a problem consciousness, you're going to be constricted and you're probably, I'm guessing, going to have like a lower vibration when you're dealing, you know, when you're in a divine thought space mm-hmm. or feeling space, you're expanded and higher vibration. And the other piece to that is um, just the... You know, sometimes like if you go up onto a mountaintop and you're looking down, you kind of just have a different view of the world. It's like, oh, from this elevation, everything's put into perspective. And I think we were even talking in a recent recording about, um, did we talk about astronauts and when they, who was I talking about that with? When they're looking like um, at the earth Mm -hmm. from space there's just this feeling of like, oh my gosh, you know, none of the details down there matter. Yeah. This is, and yeah. so you kind of just, when you have that elevated consciousness, it's like, well, that's just detail. It works itself out, you know, so just from like a psychological perspective, that elevation consciousness helps to put things into perspective. But what are, what's your takeaway when you? Well, that's a, that's an interesting point. Yeah. I've, I've and we, we weren't talking about that. It was somebody else, but um, uh, I read some accounts that the, the, the sublime nature of looking down at the, the earth mm-hmm. from space is, is a really profound, whoa, yeah. type of experience. So, so any of you out there, if, um, if you're looking for something that you can do, um, 
than just yeah, just go, go into space. Sp- go into space. Yeah, just you take just a do that right now. Yeah, like, just, just pause the recording. <laughs> go launch yourself into space. Um, uh, but this is also the the proverbial um, you know climbing a mountain kind of a thing mm-hmm. that and um, that that's part of like an enlightenment journey for virtually every guru that's ever walked the face mm-hmm. of the earth. So, um, I, yeah, climbing a mountain up to high elevation, definitely. That's, you know, that's something that one can do. Um, cause it greatly facilitates that detachment. Yeah. Well, and we talked in maybe the last recording or a recent one about 8,000 feet right. that you said. And then I was, I just went on a trip to Colorado and I, I went to, Oh, what was it called? Um, it was like solar. I don't remember, but this this like kind of tower type of thing, and um, it the little plaque outside said eight thousand feet. I mean, exactly eight thousand feet. feet. So I text you a picture of that. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I reached it. But yeah. it was interesting. Like I could tell my my thoughts were more like just open and there wasn't a lot of chatter no. while while I was up there which I I don't even know if I would have tuned into that had yeah. we not had you not talked about that yeah but it's really amazing what do happens. you want to review that a little well, bit well it's just that you get above that that band there's actually a band at which the 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 frequencies of the brain waves um, that form the collective consciousness of humanity um, they're actually concentrated around the surface of the planet so you actually if you climb a mountain you get high enough um, there's a there's a corresponding shift in the atmosphere and the signal propagation. It's sort of like a, it's like one of those boundary layers, mm-hmm. and you get above eight thousand feet, and then well, you you're just kind of freed from the collective monkey mind. Mm-hmm. And That's amazing. It's really incredible. Yeah. So there's total merit to climbing a mountain. Yeah. And if you can, one that gets you above eight thousand feet. Right. Yeah. Um, and any mountain, any climb's gonna benefit but yeah uh, definitely that's a that's a thing um so one of the uh uh now barring the going up and climbing a mountain <laughs> <laughs> yeah for those of us in indiana right now can you yeah <laughs> but another solution yeah we also we need something that's that is uh, say accessible something that we can turn to in in a moment and uh, that's going to help us get get out of the problem focus because the the more it, you know if we're just focused on the problem it's not it's just not going to go away because we're actually holding it in place so for it to go away we got to break our attention off of it and this is similar to what Emmett kind of suggests in his in his. Um, uh, in this little booklet is is a just simple a simple mantra and you know some uh, for the, and one of the things you know we mentioned god here but that may not be a word that everybody is totally comfortable with and has a, a good relationship with that word um so you might use you know universe or you might use uh, love and uh and well you know god is love as they say so um same, 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 um, and, uh, so the, is to, 
and what you want him to do is to uh, tune your mind and you uh, off the problems and into love and uh, so one of the one of the things that it's like what is a simple phrase or something what is a simple mantra that immediately is like a it's like a reminder to oneself to yourself on the kind of the ultimate truth of things and um i know like for me it's just it's just god is with me mm. it's that simple and so at the instant that I just say, God is with me, my thoughts go to God. Mm. And my, I can feel immediately a kind of a relaxation of the, that kind of that anxiety frequency that might be, you know, that's in, in the body or constricting mm. uh, my energy system. It's making me feel small and helpless. Mm-hmm. And to go, well, God is with me. That doesn't make me small and helpless. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really that simple. Um, and when we look at this basic equation, well, God is love. That that, and then you, we've also might heard in, in various different teachings and stuff that that love is the answer. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate answer. It's all there. It's the solution to every problem is a solution of love. Mm -hmm. So for us to tune our minds or just just come back to to love, Mm -hmm. that accesses that solution field. That's where this is the that's where our problem is gonna dissolve in Mm -hmm. that solution field. So just by when we entrain our minds into that solution field, the solution field will flow through us, automatically resolving whatever problems we have without us needing to do, to do anything specifically in addressing that problem. Okay. Does that make... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the so-called miracle occurs. Because then out of, when you say out of nowhere, it's actually out of somewhere. It came out of out of this amazing universe that's mm-hmm. full of love and solutions. And, and you know, love is the, is the base pattern that is of everything that has mm-hmm. come into existence. So it is absolutely... It can it can do things that are, are beyond our wildest imagination. Right. And it's when that kind of a solution drops in that makes a problem go away that there's absolute delight. Right. And it happens in this kind of this synchronicity type of way where. When we come into alignment with that, the solution field of love, then boom, and wow, 
I can't. That just happened. Yeah. And next thing you know, oh, problem resolved. So it's it's kind of a if we if we try to consolidate a little bit, just if you're opening yourself up to a miracle consciousness or opening the space for mm-hmm. that, it's releasing the problem. So coming out of problem consciousness, mm-hmm. bringing your yourself into alignment with the divine or with love and both, you know, but whatever is comfortable. And then... Um, that allows this openness for things to come in. But it's not the using the intellect to try to solve your problem and mm-hmm. not like um, if your problem is, again, if we go back to like money, it's not going, I really need this job. You know, I really need this one job that I really, my intellect is telling me is just perfect. Right. You know, it's just... I need, you know, or not even being in an I need, but like just being open to that resolving that core issue that is mm-hmm. causing the problem, but without attachment to the way that I'm going to fix that is through getting this job in particular, for example. Right. And this is a way where, you know, um, uh, so many people, you know, magic, as I said before, magic works, you know, it's working. And it does work. You can either believe in it or not. You can just consider yourself to be lucky if you wish. But people, um, like getting the landing a new job, that might be something that people are actually, they're casting a spell, uh, they're casting a spell to actually get to land that because that's, that's a specific outcome. So they're actually using the laws of magic to actually manifest that thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so, and then there's, there's typically going to, there's going to be a lot of joy. Oh, I did. I got that job. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, good. Magic worked, right? But, um, um, and then how many times does that so-called dream job that you thought mm-hmm. was the answer to everything, but there's going to be gotchas in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got some problematic coworkers. You got this or whatever, or maybe it's with the company that you wanted to be, but your job thing, or maybe the, 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 your, your job is cool, but the company is sketchy or yeah. there's all sorts of other things that could yeah make it just like my little situation there with the girlfriend where it's like okay I got what I asked for but it not necessarily what I wanted mm-hmm. uh, so then um, and then alternatively there's the um, there's the, the the job that you never do that all of a sudden um, you know it's like a an out of the blue dropped in oh you know hey we have this thing somebody reaches out and he says hey, we, we could use you and then it's a yeah. It's a job that you've never pursued mm-hmm. that just drops in, and those tend to be yeah. those tend to be like, wow, and they work out quite differently. Yeah. So, yeah. You, yeah. Now, both of these approaches, and, and ultimately, um, you know, in each of our lives, we're going to be doing some of, we're going to experience both. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we can, the, the kind of what we're introducing in is this idea of, of cultivating within ourselves an orientation to living a miraculous life. Mm. 
And I, I love the example to the, to the mantra thing. One of the most beautiful examples of this was in a, on a, uh, it's a movie from one of my favorite universes of film, which uh, <laughs> would be Star Wars. Uh-huh. And it was in the, the movie Rogue One. That was um, the kind of little prequel uh, movie. Um, and in that, it's you know the story of the, the the rebel effort to steal the plans of the Death Star that would ultimately be given to Princess Leia. But there's a couple really interesting characters in there, and one of them is these uh, two best friends. One of them was um, uh, was uh, what Baze Malbus. He was this kind of big tanky guy, and his blind friend uh, named Chirrut Imway, and he was. Not technically a Jedi. He was just like a monk, a blind monk. But he could, um, uh, but he that did not hinder him on the battlefield whatsoever. And so he had all these super abilities um, and this great warrior, uh, and he's blind. Hmm. But when they set forth on this, this mission, and he's, he's sitting there in the ship, and he keeps repeating this one mantra over and over and over. And he keeps saying, the force is with me, and I am with the force. The force is with me, and I am with the force. The force is with me, and I am with the force. The force is with me, and I am with the force. Because they were going into an impossible mm-hmm. odds situation. Mm-hmm. And rather than being succumbed by the problem, it was attunement to the solution yeah and that mantra and i frequently use that one too because i like you know but it works for me so you use the the i am i'm with the force the force is with me mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah the force god love whatever whatever gets you there Mm-hmm. That's elevating. That that puts you just just you feel it right through your core as a sense of peace of I am I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. So if I'm alone with these problems that I don't have solutions for, then yeah, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, well, what can I do about that? If I'm alone and I have problems that I don't have solutions for, yeah, that's trouble. How to get out of that, well, could go on some kind of quest to try and expand my solution set, could run away from the problems, can, you know, there's, that's, or alter my paradigm to, so that I am not alone. Yeah. And then by changing that paradigm of, oh, I'm, uh, you know, the universe has my back. I am not alone in this. That opens up the solution set. Mm -hmm. That changes the equation. Then it's no longer necessary to run, Mm -hmm. nor is it necessary to go, you know, questing or seeking. Right, and or worry and be or, an anxiety. That yeah. ultimately, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then as that worry goes away, the anxiety goes away. That's the part that's of our energy system that's focused Mm -hmm. on what we don't want. Mm -hmm. And that goes away. And then that allows for what we do want Mm -hmm. to come in. Yeah. And quite frequently, our intellect or our mind, um, it only thinks it knows what we want. Right. Yeah. Because it's limited. Yeah. And so it thinks that if we had that partner or that job or that car, then we would be happy. Mm-hmm. But the universe knows what the core problem actually is and what the appropriate solution is to actually bring forth, say, happiness. Mm -hmm. And then from a state of happiness, then, oh, then there may or may not be a partner or this new job or the the car or whatever. But the, the... the external was not the means to the... Yes, that's what I was just going to say, is that it ultimately you're really just bringing that focus inward so that you're going beyond those things that you can't control True. because the external yeah. is, is uh, not within our sphere of control. And so ultimately, you know, that responsibility and that power that comes from within is, is what we're aiming to cultivate anyways right Mm -hmm. and then when we're able to get there then surprisingly then um since we're doing this in partnership with the universe which then all of that it's not about control then all the external comes under our command yeah in partnership with the universe so so then we we already have what we're we desire, which is say, in term peace or happiness or, or love or whatever, we f- already feel that from the inside. Then the external will move itself around like a Rubik's cube, yeah, and reorient itself to yeah. match what we're feeling in our core. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so this is getting the proper order of things, if you will. So it's an inside job yeah. that doesn't mean that the external isn't, you're not, when you're detaching from it, you're not like resigning yourself. Oh, um, I've um, cut myself off from that because that's an external thing. No. Right. Right? The detachment just allows us to do that inside work and then the external will or reorient itself to match mm-hmm. whatever that might be. And not what we think it would be, but mm-hmm. what it actually is. Right, right. Um, well, and I just, I do feel that it would be good to mention that we are working on creating kind of a workshop type of thing by the time we release this episode. We'll be even further along in planning. But um, these are the kinds of things that we want to help people cultivate and, um, and ultimately enhance their abilities to 
to um, manifest things like this and, and get these kind of capabilities within themselves. So um, keep an eye out for that. We'll, you know, I think it's a good idea to, to just keep people posted on it. You can always contact me at Kara at meditationbykara.com if you want more information on that. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll be live streaming that and stuff like that just to help. But again, these are just like tools to help build this stuff up. Yes, to orient ourselves towards kind of living life in a way that is full of the miraculous. Right, right. And it's not a bad way to live. It's a... just. I I love the scene in... (laughs) in, Those of you who have seen Harry Potter... Um, there's, I think it's along about the fifth, the fifth one, whichever one that was, uh, um, not the half-blood prince. Anyways, um, uh, but he, he, uh, he's, uh, he wins or he's given, um, a luck potion. Okay. And, um, so he drinks this luck potion and, and then, then he's he's just like hyperintuitive. He's like, I really feel like we need to go see Hagrid right now. And he's just the rest of the while this potion is working, he's just always right in the perfect synchronicity of exactly where he just needs to be. As he's just uh-huh. and he's just walking around, just just all kinds of luck. And that's essentially this is what the universe has this mechanism built into it. And I call it, it's like the miracle machine that. And there's, it's, you know, it's it's delightful and it's like unpredictable, and yet there's like a there's an order or science, there's a solidness to it that this is how it's built. Mm-hmm. So it's not as if there's some god up there that's that's picking and choosing who to bless or who to not not. That this is a way of life that when we come into alignment with it, then we're filled with synchronicities that bring about um, a, just a, not just an ease of flow through life, a delightful and wonderful experience of being human. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. What thank a joy you. to be here. I know. Live. This was fun. Yeah. This is really fun. I really enjoyed this. And I hope you all do too. And I'm looking forward to more of these to come. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation. <laughs>